This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water, vitamin water. Regular water, vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso. Yo, yo, it's Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. And I'm Black Caesar. What's up? Hey, man, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> What's your real name? <laughs> Word. What's up, Davey? How you feeling today, bro? Man, God bless Hennessy, man. I feel great. Yeah, man, Hennessy. This one's free. <laughs> yeah, this one is the last free one, too, because God damn it, we love y'all and we need y'all money, man. So look us up. Look at this big-ass bottle. This love right now. But yo, we got sponsors. Yeah, we do. Uh, this episode of Life is Dope is brought to you by Megafauna. Megafauna is a creative supply shop located at 31st and Blake in the Rhino Art District in Denver, Colorado. For a full list of design, print, oh. and creative services. That's that hidden yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You got it. Continue. Visit artperil.com, you bitch. Yeah. Uh, the set curator for Life is Dope is Duncan Dash Designs. For all of your interior design and art curator needs, visit DuncanDash.com. Catering and Beverages, sponsored by Barrels Beer Company, located in the Rhino Art District. Barrels Beer is a true small batch brewer located at 3120 Blake Street. Check them out at BarrelsBeerCo.com and drink up. Drink up. Also, shout out to The Sessions, an affiliate media partner that produces a live music event bi-monthly as a platform for independent musicians and artists. Check them out at The Sessions Uncut on Facebook. Uh. That was dope. Shout out to DJ Fit 280 in the back. He does the session. That was tight, huh? Awesome. Pay us for that shit. Check out that. <laughs> if you like a lot of the uh, Life is Dope apparel that you see, check it out at dopebrand.co. Yeah, buy that right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. So we got a special guest in the building. Who we got? Aubriani. Y'all make some noise for Aubriani. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. Okay, so for people that don't know, who are you? What do you do? Well, my name's Abriana. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the South. I'm from South Carolina. I'm born and raised. Shout it. You know what I mean? I ate grits every day of my life still to this day when I can. Okay. I moved out here to Denver when I was around 16, 17. Okay. I want to say. And um, I'm just me. I'm a dancer. I'm a lover. Uh. I'm a great friend. I'm an innovator. Uh, I'm a trend center. Talk to him. You know what I mean? Is this true, Nico? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to it, huh? <laughs> dope, dope, dope. My bad, this Henny is delicious. <laughs> Random question. You eat sugar on your grits? I was about oh, to ask that okay. too. Oh, niggas think like, about hey, I've never person. even heard of that before in my life till I moved here. Y'all niggas is really weird out here. Especially the ones that eat ketchup with their grits. I was about to say, I don't really do that. If you ain't had mayo with your grits, nigga, oh you my ain't God. lived. I'm, I'm wow. dead in the motherfucker then. I you might as well just <laughs> ate oatmeal <laughs> at that point. Mayo and a side I'm a cheese and butter. I'm like, I'm doing it <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But nah, sugar, sugar or salt is like a really a big thing in oh, the community. No, 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 no. Cheese, butter, shrimp, juice, okay. flavor. Avocado. She said, fuck the Av- sugar grits, niggas. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just naming mm, shit. Keep those for the soft niggas. Hey, you ain't never lived unless you had uh Come on, don't say mayo or nothing. <laughs> white. 
else that you need to put on your grits. <laughs> <laughs> you, may, you may have had a uh, cucumber in your grits, nigga. He's uh, clearly in a sunken place. Right, yeah, eating <laughs> kale and shit. Kale chips in Hennessy. Come Get on, bro. <laughs> Pick a side. <laughs> Anyways, Aubriana. So, dance. It's your passion. Dance. That's what you do for It's real, my bro. passion. Unfortunately, in the Colorado and Denver community. But we worldwide. It doesn't, well, yeah, it just doesn't pay out here. I mean, if I could wake up every day and just dance the same amount of money I make, what I'm doing currently, hustling, (laughs) Hustling, I would totally do that. But y'all don't support dancers. Every day I get asked, hey, can you be in my video? I'm like, "Uh, are you going to pay me? We don't really have the budget for that, but we're showing money in the video. Thanks. Yeah, that's usually how that works. I'm sorry, I made your video pop, but whatever. Who are you talking about? Man, rappers ain't even got real money. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, <laughs> I've been in so many music videos, I've probably only gotten paid once out of a music video. Yeah. Or it's like trade, I'll do trade, but people. Who will be a trade? They just, I don't know, like. They, uh, they dance in your video or something. Oh, yeah. please. Uh, they fake rap in your video? <laughs> they actually pay at the club? That would be a first. But we'll get to that down the line <laughs> club part. Um, I just, it's just, it's just, now that I've gotten older, I say no. And if I do do a video for free, it's because I believe in their music or I like them as a friend. Yeah. But I understand, like, artists are struggling. So mm. we're all struggling. But damn, can a bitch get $20? Damn, they're not even paying $20. <laughs> they they, not, they don't want to give no, they're like, it's it's for the, the, for the um, culture. They ain't bringing the lunch. <laughs> Sometimes, I, I mean, that's when I was like trying to get my name out there, and I was like, all right, whatever. But now I'm just like, nigga, no, or I read it and don't reply. Man, left on red. I love reading it. But the dance culture is pretty heavy. Now it is. Work. You feel like now it is because of the internet, uh, because of Instagram. Dancers, if I was 18 and dancing, I would probably be way further, but. But now it's like it's easier now. So you still got time. I know. I look twelve. Let's clarify dancing too for the people that's listening. Like you're not talking about getting butt naked. I, the I'm not a <laughs> no. I'm not an exotic dancer, and I appreciate those kind of dancers. That's really hard work. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, people be like, "You're a stripper." Like, no. Like, dance is dance. You gotta be talented. I've seen some wax strippers before, and I'm like, "She's a stripper." Yeah. Then I'm like, "Wow, she's an exotic dancer." There's a difference. Makes a difference. Super but, dance. like, when you tell people I dance, do they just go straight to your strip? No, they can see it on me. I wear it very well, like, that I'm a dancer. Mm. There's a difference between a dancer and a dancer. Talk With the me. accent. What's, what's, what's that difference? For the people that the difference know. is that, like, I'm, I'm, like, very, like, I'm passionate about my dance. Like, I... I when I dance like there's like a tunnel vision mm. like I don't see anyone it's it's weird like when I'm dancing in front of a crowd I see me in the mirror when I practice and then it's just like then all of a sudden I was, it's like people are quiet they're just like oh my god you're amazing I was staring at you and I'm like oh my god thank you <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel good but it just it comes from the whole like the soul the heart just like you know when you do your flyers when you do your singing whenever you guys do your rapper like you feel it, and there's no other thing. Unfortunately, it doesn't pay you guys as you would like it to be. I like, you know, y'all broke niggas. I'm just kidding. No, it's just Colorado don't pay for the culture. They don't pay for, like, I'm, I know for a fact a lot of these local rappers, artists, they don't get paid. If anything, they're paying people to perform or they're doing it for free to put their name out there, but no one's actually paying local artists and people who are actually like 
like the money that they should and that's why we like people can't dress out here or they can't like yeah. they just people don't yeah she's going in this is what the episode is <laughs> um, pew, pew. <laughs> what's that thing dun, 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 dun. <laughs> all right so everybody's broke and um well i mean i'm 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 broke too i mean but you're saying the culture just don't pay they don't pay it for it so that's why we bartend or we work our nine to fives mm-hmm. or we work at the call center. At the dreading, the call center. <laughs> and we haven't spoken You the know what I mean? At the real second place. The call center. You know what I mean? You listen to this show. I feel like know. we're rich when we get paid for our passion. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, I do and I love it and I'm living. Right, right. But if you, I feel like I'm broke right now. You know what I mean? So broke as in like you don't get paid what you deserve, or broke like damn, let me hold some. No, I'm no, I'm no, I'm How past that. Saying, I'm any, past you, that phase. Yeah, <laughs> that was when I was younger. Yeah. That was when I was younger. My super broke days of struggling and couch serving and all that. I come from a long way, but now I'm I'm good. You segueing for me because I was about to say let's talk about your background before we get into your present. How did you get to this point growing up? Yeah, man, it's crazy. I um. Um, I lost a lot in my life, like, mm-hmm. growing up, like, just, I was just kind of like, uh, I kind of came from, like, nothing, you know, I'm adopted, mm-hmm. my adopted parents died, and then I just kind of fell off that wagon, and I started going to, like, just different, like, ways of just, like, just criminal stuff, and just weird shit, and just... Just doing dumb shit right. because, you know, you don't have nothing. And I feel like people who do dumb shit or do stuff is because you're sacrificing in order to live. That's why I did a Survival. lot of things that I did. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, you know what I mean? I worked really, really hard to get to where I'm from. Like, I didn't have no house, no car, no nothing. Right. No nothing until I started entering into the club scene. And then within, even at that, like, I didn't even know the difference between vodka and Grey Goose. Mm. Like, I was so hungry for it. And I was so, like, I wanted to live so bad and I had nobody and nothing. Like, I literally had, like, I say this all the time, like, my friends who know me. I literally started with, like, two pairs of jeans, a shirt, a skirt, and a pair of shoes. And I just was, like, and I was faking it and just kept going and going and going and going and then, People don't even know. They probably think like I had like parents and just was right. chilling and hanging out and right. Because they think like I'm not cocky or anything. They think pretty girls don't go through it, mm. or they think like she 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 her hair's done, her teeth is white, she has a great personality. She's not going like, please, I'm hungry. Right. Struggle so, builds character. Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. But that's what helped mold you. Yeah. Into the hustler that you are today. Oh, yeah. I can sell water to a fish right Ooh, now. Talk to him. <laughs> so you said uh, the transition began when you started moving into the club scene. Oh, yeah. I was, I literally, I was 21 years old. It was like three days. It was my first day going to Club Vinyl. I don't think, I don't want, like, some people remember that. Some people don't. But I was like 21, and I was like going out there, and I went out there, and this white girl came up to me, and she's like, dude. You're cute. What do you do? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> like, I was like, nothing. I'm kind of just like chilling and I'm like broke and I'm homeless right now. And she's like, you should come with me to this interview for vinyl for a cocktail waitress. And I was like, okay. And I didn't drink. I didn't do any of that. So I was like, 
fine. So they interviewed me. I go to the interview at Vinyl, and they're like, have you ever cocktailed before? And I was like, yeah, at some place. And <laughs> I just, like, made some shit up. I, yeah. I didn't even know what vo- – I didn't know the difference between, like, vodka and, 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 and like uh, – Tequila. Tequila and mm. whiskey and all that. Like, I, I had no clue. Right. No clue. And I just kind of, like, crept my way in there, and I was like – I can do this. Mm. <laughs> Believe in me. Yeah. So they did. I learned the difference the hard way. Yeah. Like, oh, mixing? Last, mixing like. is really hard. It's hard on your body. Mm-hmm. But, um, and you? that's how I just did it from there. And then I just kind of like, I was literally the only black girl in the, besides, of course, they had like, you know, reggae on the roof and that one black night. But I was in, working into the clubs, like I was the token black girl. Mm-hmm. But, um, that was in there, so and I didn't have much experience, and there was like all these like older like white people who's been bartending for like thirty years, and yeah. you know you've seen them when you go out, they're just there, and so I worked my way up, and I was just like every day I'll go in the office, like I'll wristband, I'll take out the trash, I'll do this, like let me do this, and I like literally worked my way up, like watched YouTube videos on how to bartend, <laughs> like it was crazy. I was like I had flashcards, like how do you make a vodka tonic? Like, (laughs) you would think you would, but when you don't know, you don't know, like, oh, it's literally vodka and tonic with a splash of lime. Like, I just, I literally learned everything I know now from YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. YouTube YouTube is the uh, low-key college of everything right now. Now, so do you think being the token black girl was an advantage or disadvantage? Um, well, it was a disadvantage because no one believed in me. Mm-hmm. And they was just like, cool, we don't look like the racist club, so right. let's have her there. But for me, I had a plan. My plan was to get all the black people into the clubs and on different days, get more black bartenders, get more black promoters, get more black everything. And when I mean black, I mean the Hispanics, the the diff- I don't mean people just black. Yeah, people who wasn't white, and I'm not racist. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, nah. I just, I'm just nah, for in that time seven. I'm 27, so seven years ago in Colorado. Well, what's your secret, girl? Cocoa butter. No, nah. <laughs> uh, I'm black and Asian, so ah, that's two things. Asian don't raisin. Mm, yeah, cool. black don't crack. <laughs> where, where do you, where did you hear that? I'll have to use that now. <laughs> <laughs> but that was literally my plan, and I'm very successful at that plan now, for sure. How so? Um, well, the club. What clubs, you doing now? Um, right now, I'm pretty sure people recognize me from Epernay. Oh, talk to them. What is that for our listeners <sighs> in Belzero? Ep- oh, damn! Somebody busted. <laughs> it was like Epernay. I love that place. Some people hate it. Oh, that's the life is dope, man. People in the back busting their ass. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was passing out this Hennessy to everybody, so right, I'm not yeah. surprised. Stumbles. This shit got me kind of... See, Hennessy, you work. It got me right. <laughs> Literally. All right, now back to it. You, um, you said Epernay, which is a club people, in Denver. Yeah, a club in Denver. People love it. People hate it. People who hate it still love it, still come. Mm. I don't care what you say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I hate it. They charge, but... I'm still well, stealing kind of Where else are you going to go? Shout out to Hayden, too. That's the Hayden is literally one of the greatest men in Denver, Colorado. And not only is he great, he is a person who gives out opportunity to people who are hungry. That's a fact. Um, but Hayden for the people that, that don't guy. know who, what, 
is a Hayden. Who Hayden Meyer is the owner of Epernay Lounge. He is a wonderful man. He's a giving man, and he's a very smart man, and he's a great businessman. I've learned a lot from him, and he's, you know, I've always kind of like attached myself to people like that, like, like as a um, mentor. I've had previous mentors like Ronnie Miller, who was, you know, a vinyl. He kind of like taught me everything in the game too. And then Regis taught me everything in the game. And then I went to, like, I just, I kept following. I'm like, who's the richest and who's the one who is, <laughs> yeah. who's chilling and, and want to give out opportunities and can't wait to teach people stuff? Yeah. You. Let me cling on to you. So, um, but yeah, I went to Epernay and uh, my best friend Amanda, Amanda Panda, mm-hmm. love you, girl. Um, we both are the marketing directors of Epernay, Ooh. and we started a year and a half ago. Yeah. And Epernay was different from when we started to now. I used now. to go there to get sushi and wine. Real shit. There's still sushi and wine there. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's Just in case. People don't know it's a restaurant either. In yeah. the daytime, we serve, like, steak and mashed potatoes yeah. and macaroni. But y'all turned it out. Y'all got it popping. Yeah, yeah we brought this. Um, I travel a lot. I love um, flex. <laughs> I love going to everywhere. The cities like Cali, Florida, everywhere, DC, the East Coast. I love it all. And um, uh, the hell be going on. Thank oh you. <laughs> um, and um, the thing that Denver nightlife was lacking is that all the celebrities they all go to the clubs besides Colorado's clubs. And we had, like, you know, shout out to, like, of course, like, there's people like Francois and Kevin, the 3 Deep. They brought people. But I wanted to bring people all the time, like, right. weekly and stuff. So we just presented the idea to Hayden, like, hey, can we start booking talent to where people are just partying here and doing it? And it just kind of, like, was like, dang, that's the place. Like, I wanted to make it, like, live on Sundays or, mm-hmm. you know, that place. Like, when people come in town, they're like, I want to go to Epernay to Denver. Yeah. And that's, we kind of made it that way. But I also wanted to clean because black people in Denver is like, you make a hip hop club and they just kind of like tear it down a little bit. And they're just like, oh, I want to wear my, like, I understand that there's a, there's a dress code for a reason because people don't know how to dress out here. They're tacky. Hold on real quick. Let me intervene. All the, <laughs> the listeners in like Bolivia or whatever that weird ass country was that we got like a lot of listeners in. In Dubai. <laughs> don't, come to Denver, man. It's nice here. Don't think it's we just nice. all broke and can't dress in this motherfucker. She just, the whole the world The fashion is, like, is just not there yet. The world is like, damn, it's fuck. Right, what are you talking about? There's, damn, there's select a few that can dress regularly. Hold <laughs> down real quick. Hey. But people just don't care. When they go out, they're like, I want to wear what I want to wear. And we try and put that that up there, that yeah. scale up there to force people to dress up. And, like, it's fun to dress up. Like, I know you want to wear your mountain clothes. But, dang, like, dress mountain like. Be boots. Yeah, like, dress like, Love. you know, dress like when you go out of town. That's yes. what's going to put us up there. That's why people outside of Colorado will be like, yo, Colorado is dope. I went out there into the scene. People were looking good. People were looking sexy. Mm-hmm. They were fly out there. What are they talking about? What are they doing? Right. It's not because we think that you look weird and you can't come in because you got Jordans on. Like, no, there's way other flyer shit that you can wear to come into places to where, like, dang, people got style, people got this. Like, it's a culture that's we're trying to, like, wave secretly there. We're not trying to, like, hey, you need to, like, no, just lift the culture up a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. by setting that standard, it's going to lift the culture up dramatically. And I feel like it has because now people are like, they know to come out looking good. Right. They know to come right. out like, let me wear this or let me. And 
I get it, like, it's expensive, but like I said, I started with two jeans and a pair of shirts, so people didn't even know, like, I was, if you know how to dress, you can wear the same thing all week and just alternate that, and people will still be like, dang, you cute, dang, where you get that from, like, I cut this, I made this, like, Style is free. There's Instagram. Innovation. Like, people teach you how to dress. Like, come on, guys. Okay, so you keep throwing out the you're cute. Do you feel like... <laughs> no. I, I mean, cute, that. like, for guys and no, girls. No, 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 But I want to ask you, though, like, being a female in the industry, mm-hmm. um, how has that... You know, female is kind of problematic. Uh, a woman. In female the, in, in the, the industry. industry. <laughs> um, has that hindered you at all? Or has that been um, more of a motivation? Well... I mean, I'm very aggressive. It's I'm shut down city. I'm 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 very I'm like zero to a hundred, which I'm working on. My patience is very thin. So like, if a weird nigga touches my elbow, I'm like ching. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you talking to me? What's good? She does the chop motion. Yeah, I'm I'm crazy in that department. So I've I've never been a weak female. So it's kind of like hard. And because I worked in the clubs for so long, I'm not really attracted to people at the club you can find me like i'm more of like dang like i seen you at king super somewhere dang barbershop or something like yeah like you shop oh man shout out to the (laughs) shout out to the barbers out there they got the best lineups wavy boutique wherever you at her boyfriend's a barber to catch all up to speed inside jokes and shit but Um, i mean from a standpoint of like all right you're in this position you're in now oh like booking talent and people talking to me you're in a position of power at this point Mm-hmm. I know that personally by working with you guys every night. As a female in that position, there's this automatic stigma of you have to do certain things as a female to get mm-hmm. to certain spots. Is mm-hmm. it? Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Is. So, how do I? Have you ever come across that? I mean, um, do they kind of shit on you? Well, I mean, I, I don't let it get that far. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, I feel like sometimes maybe I'm kind of like, I'm street smart, so. I know when a nigga is trying to talk to me immediately. Okay. I like I immediately cut that shit short and go straight to business. Like, are we making some money? Do you have any great ideas? What are you talking about? All right, you're not talking about no money. Bye. Like, I never let it get that far to where like you know do something strange for a little piece of chain. Like, nah, right. 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 no dick is you free. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like, that went left. It's a random sound bite. This episode. Uh, you just know, as a woman, like, you know when someone's hitting on you or getting towards that. And I just never, I kind of like, I I'm, I love roasting people. So, like, when a nigga gets weird, I'm like, you're being weird right now. And I don't like it. Like, I just, like, make it awkward. Right. Or I'll moonwalk out of the situation. Yeah, <laughs> Literally, people see me do it. So, I never, it, it has, but I'm, and if it does, like, I don't, I don't need you. Mm. I don't need that business. And I'm not going to associate myself with that. Like, I've never, like, like I've never been, like, thirsty or I've never wanted to be, like, I really need this so bad that I'll, like, for what? Right. I'm going to make my own lane. And that's what I did. Like, a lot of niggas kind of be like, oh, she think, uh, uh, like, shut up. So which, Fine. One, so which ones are that thirsty graffiti one me to ask? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> See how he does that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Right, right, right. Now, um, is there um? Is there racism in the club scene? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've worked in, I mean, I'm not, I know, I've worked in Lotos. I've, I've worked at View House. I love, I've worked in the bro-ish area. I feel like there's a certain type of style. I mean, 
there's a difference between niggas and black people. Mm, speak on it. There's a difference between white trailer trash and yeah. like cool ass white folks. And white niggas. <laughs> there's a difference between like just some like just weird Spanish niggas and like damn. The school, like cool ass Mexican. I love that guy. Yeah, there's, Hola. There's niggas of every race. Right? Yeah, there's just ignorant. There's ig- I feel like more of ignorant nigga. people. Like, I mean, I see it all the time. Like, for me, the opportunity I've got, I'm black as they come. I have curly hair. I'm dark skinned. I'm not light skinned. I, I, like, I speak very well. I, I mean, I know. So articulate. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I speak very well. Like, I mean, there's just. People that are stuck in that zone, that that's I feel like that's what because we're we're not in the south. In the south, it's very rape. Where I come from, I the reason I moved here is because my mother was a black woman who was married to a Spanish dude, and I was a mixed girl who looked weird, and they just didn't like us, so we had to move to someplace like Colorado where people don't really care about that stuff. I feel like when you go into the white clubs, they're looking at like how you act. And then they shoot to the, like, well, he's racist. Like, dude, your pants are saggy. You're looking weird. You're talking funny. Like, I think for Colorado, there's a lot of opportunity. Like, I have gotten, like, racism where they're just like, oh, and then they'll start talking to me because I've worked in a lot of white areas, and they'll start talking to me, and then they feel comfortable. But if you're looking all weird and baggy and... You're not even make. I can't even understand you. I'm like, it's not a race thing. It's it's more of a yeah. It's more like the white people actually love black people out here. Yeah, they do. They really do. They're like, dude, I love your hair. I I want to dance like you. I want to play basketball like you. You're a rapper. They say that because white people are bold like that. No, white people are bold out here. They're like, they want to smell my hair. They want to hang out. That's kind of weird. I had this white girl literally like, gotta touch it. Don't touch my hair. This shit is getting weird. Um, so, so they do. They get weird, but they're they're not afraid. Yeah. There's not white people that are like hold their purse. Like the, the older white people in Cherry Creek, maybe, but the white people. We have the youngest like culture out here in Denver. I think we're like the youngest city. I think so too. And I think when it starts, when you throw that black card out there, that's when it starts. But people don't just go out. Like there's a lot of interracial dating and. Like, there, no one really, I feel like out here, from my experience, from being from the real South, to me, it's not that huge. I mean, I've seen black people in the white clubs, and sometimes they're in a sunken place. <laughs> but sometimes they're just, this like, I wouldn't even let some of the people that they, like, into my club, like, dude, like, get it together. Like I'm about to steer you in a different direction, because... This shit getting mad weird. Could <laughs> be the racist episode. Like, well, you guys asked me. They're like, "Is there racism?" Since smell your hair, shit got odd. Yeah. Um. So, what's next for Aubriana? Mm. I mean, you got murals of yourself and shit around. <gasps> yeah, so, I'm so I mean, humble about yeah, people that. People love you. You didn't walk in with like seven, ten people. Yeah, you got entourage automatically everywhere you go. Yeah. I just I love like what's the end and goal I like of what you're doing. Uh, the ankle. Well, I'm kind of like. A retired bartender, retired bottle service girl, I help, but like booking parties, do that. I work with Hayden specifically on other business. He's teaching me how to like, you know, like the real estate stuff, the car dealership. Like I'm doing things behind the scenes that I don't announce on my social network because my followers are club people, so I don't need to tell everybody that. But Are you trying to stay in the club industry long term? Um, Is there money for real in the club industry long term? Because a lot of them are dropping off. They are, but I've I've been consistent. People are not in it. Sometimes they do it, and there's a lot of like losses in the club industry. Lots. And and with me, like I feel what? like like sometimes you might throw a party and 
nobody comes and you lost everything and people get discouraged and they don't come back from it. Mm. Or a lot of people, they get lost in it because they're doing a lot of drugs. They get drunk every day. Um, or people get lost in it because you get popularity by demand of working in the in the industry and people get sucked into that right. and then they lose themselves as a person. Mm-hmm. And they that living up to that facade. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. and then they forget who they are. Right. And that's I'll never I I feel like I've been so consistent in the industry because like no one has the power to change who I am. Mm-hmm. No liquor like liquor doesn't like yeah, I drink but it doesn't control me. Not even I mean, it controls me on Saturday nights after like twelve, <laughs> when so it doesn't matter. Would you be interested in owning your own club one day? I've actually been offered that. Okay. What? To go partner on. Flex. I can't say who, okay. but um. Sorry. Uh, but I got offered to be part owner in a club here that y'all regularly go to, but I said no. Because my loyalty was with Hayden and working at Epernay. Mm. And it's just, it's, it is. It's a 50 50 thing. And I'm a dancer at the end of the day. So you said no to becoming part owner of Cold Crush. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it too. <laughs> of Cold Crush or Mint. Um, <laughs> you said no to one of those to continue to work at Epernay. Uh, well, I'm marketing director. It's different. I, I'm behind the scenes. Watch my I, words, though. What do you mean? Oh, working you said at no to ownership. Ownership to, to work at to work at. Yeah. Dig deep into that for a minute. Um, that kind of fucked me up. Because I don't want my my life is not twenty four seven the club. But I mean, it's not just about ownership. when you're when you're owner, you live, sleep, and breathe at loyalty. the club. Yeah. Definitely. And that's that's where people really get lost. Because this relationship is built off loyalty and great relationships. And there's a lot of snakes in this industry. There's a lot of people that do low blow stuff for the club scene. I'm like, dang, you did all that just for one party. I'll never work with you ever again. And that's why I asked that question. Because, you know, I've been in that industry for quite a while. So I know how shit works on the ins and outs of, you know, the snakes and all that. Mm-hmm. And long term, that's why I asked, is that an industry that you can see yourself still being involved in because I mean aside from just promotions and all that uh-huh. the people that's really doing it is the people we never see because they just sitting back getting bread because they own these various spots they don't have to be at the club getting drunk every night because their they, money is making money you a percentage I mean? I mean I'll get there but yeah. but you like want to get still, there that's the question um, I'm not I can get there mm. but mentally I have so much going on that I don't want to okay. and when I do something excuse me when I do something I put my 100% in it mm. so if I'm part ownership in a club, that means I'm just doing that. There is no side hustles. There is no doing this. Like, this is my everything at this point. And I'm so young, and I'm so, um, I have a lot going on, a lot lot of opportunities. Like, when you own a club, like, I'm not, I don't have a lot, so that would be my everything. I can't just get up and go. You don't want that level of dedication. I don't, yeah, I don't want to be like, damn, I'm here Monday through Sunday. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Because I'm still a dancer. So the I'm hustle still... is what drives you. At the exactly. end of the day, it all goes back to dance. Yeah. It go, I mean, yeah, it does. It goes back to dance. It goes, it goes back to a lot of things that I feel like as an entrepreneur, I can just do different things of dancing, doing this, doing other things. I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person that I need a lot to do. I can't be bored. I can't. If I stick to one thing, like, I get, like, weird. And I'm like, I need to get up and do something. I need to go somewhere else. I need to work. I can't do this anymore. Okay. So, 
even throughout this conversation, I still feel like there's a big shadow of mystery around Aubriana. Yeah. What are some fun facts that you wouldn't mind telling that people should know but don't? Uh, or that or misconceptions about Aubriana. Man, con- oh, misconceptions. That's a little easier. That I'm a bitch. <laughs> people might think I'm really mean, but I'm actually really funny and cool. I'm just about my business. Period. And people think they can get over on me because I'm a girl and I'm in the industry. And they're just like, hey, honey. Hey, sweetheart. You need to chill out. Like, nah, nigga, you need to chill out. And then they're like, whoa. Like, and then I'm and the then bad you guy. Walk on them motherfuckers. And then I'm the bad guy. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I'm just like, it's not like that. Like, I'm... I'm crazy, I'm fun, I'm outgoing. I, I think people actually already know that about me. But um, people who don't know and just watch me from social media and see me out, yeah. like, I'm actually, like, I'm, like, a friendaholic. Like, I love homegirls. I've, like, I feel like more of my, like, people who support me are females. Mm. I don't like, no gay shit, but, like, <laughs> girls, like, I'm not... <laughs> for the record. For the record, I'm, like... Girls like they, I just can't hate. This would be an example of something we'll probably edit out. No, we can do that shit. That's a hot take. I just, I'm like, I, I'm not no hater. Like, and I like girls. Like, I, I like not in that gay shit kind of way. Like, I like Again, surrounding yeah. myself yeah. around females. Like, not in the gay shit type of. Listen. Not in no gay kind of way. <laughs> three for three for clarity. Man. Y'all wild. Like, I love. Like, I'm like, ooh, you pretty. Let's hang out. Let's dominate because. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry, but the men, the men thing, I just want the girls to really, like, shine out here in Colorado and not just be a girlfriend. Mm. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of talented women that I associate myself with that don't get out there as far because, you know, we can't really work together. But I've, I've been forming that. Like, I, I chill with girls like, you know, like Povey. I'm backup dancer for her. Shout out Povey. Povey. Oh, such an amazing artist. You know, I, I, around girl DJs, Simone. Other girls that work in the industry, bottle service girls, girls who do retail fashions, little Sam, like right. I'm, uh, you know, like girls like, uh, like um, Lizzie Brody, like you know, like shout Lizzie Brody, mm-hmm. yeah, like Lizzie there's Brody a lot of girls out here that's really doing it, that um, you know, Rue, like every there's a lot of females that do it, and I'm like really cool with all of them, right, and. I got like you know something coming out soon, but y'all see, it's gonna be like some girls run the world Beyonce edition 2018. Okay, what's good? To be continued then. <laughs> All right, Ariana. So shit was crazy, but what would you like to leave the world with? Some knowledge, the little quotable for Facebook right here. What you got? What would I leave the world with? Um, be yourself. Mm. I love being myself. I love being wild and crazy and fun and outgoing and no one's ever going to change that. No one's going to take my spirit. No one's going to take my soul. Don't, don't literally do not let anybody change you. Don't let the fame, don't let the money change you. Be yourself. People appreciate you. If you're weird, be weird. People like weird shit now. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Word. So be yourself. Yeah. This is the part where you ask about how to contact her. You're right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so how do people uh, how do people stay up with you on social media? Oh networks? yeah, if you want to like contact, do a party, do something cool, do like you know, um, literally my name is my social like Aubriana A L B R E A N N A eighty nine on twenty seven, and that's like my Twitter, my Instagram, my Snapchat, my Facebook, Work. my everything, or Aubriana at Bernay Lounge dot com. If you want to get really professional. 
Mm-hmm. And I like that email too. Emails are always good. Stay out of my DMs. Oh, oh, that's right. Stay out. <laughs> Get out. We're gonna leave that alone. Right? <laughs> <It's almost over. laughs> we went somewhere else, and we wasn't wrapping up. But all right, man, y'all make some noise for Abriano. Hey. Life is Dope Podcast. I'm Goofy. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Also, shout out to you guys. Yeah, man. Shout First out of all, us. shout out to you guys because I've worked with Graffiti such a long time right. and he does a lot of my flyers and my work. And mm-hmm. this guy's an amazing artist. I don't know if you guys heard his music, but the fact that you guys are like now getting together and like actually interviewing and doing cool stuff for the city, shout out for you guys. I see you moving and I feel honored that you guys so? asked me to be here. Hey, we have myself. I don't think anyone there. thanks you I'm guys. Like flex enough. You want to take a, like... Flex, man. Flex. For y'all that don't know. This segment is called Shit on Niggas. Let's do this. <laughs> For y'all that don't know. S-O-N. Because all niggas is my son. Yeah. Why you keep rocking like Call me King Henny. Call me Av Henny. You know what it is. Hey, man, but we do... We're really trying to do something with this Life is Dope podcast. Do it. Y'all could be like the next like... You know, we just trying to provide a platform for the people. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. I feel it. Follow us on Facebook. Yeah. That's about it. If you listen to this, you already know, but we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Spreaker, YouTube. Oh, producer, look at the camera. You see me? Yeah. <laughs> this is the end of the episode, bro. <laughs> like this though, we out. Hey. <laughs>